I'm Ingrid Hernandez. And I'm Christina Pernforce. We are two unlikely best friends navigating the world of entrepreneurship, motherhood, and all that it brings to life in general. Between us, we have about 10 different careers, worn countless hats, but more importantly, numerous types of shoes. From combat boots to ski boots, we've professionally handled them all. And in this podcast, we like to discuss and share the nuggets we picked up along the way and learn some new ones from our fabulous guests. As entrepreneurs, life's a juggle. Marketing, sales, client services, finances, and the list goes on. Let's face it, it's tough. But our motto is, life's too short not to wear high heels. And every hour can be a happy one. Welcome to the High Heels Happy Hour. Cheers! Welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome to High Heels Happy Hour. And I am Ingrid. You are Ingrid, and I am Christina. And with us in our um, tiny studio is Chance the dog at our feet. So heavy breathing is not us. It could be him. Yes, he's yeah. doing really good right now. Yes, so. he's, he's been being a good boy. A little bit of a mama's boy, but good boy. <laughs> he is. He's so cute, though. So... Let's check in. Yes. Yes. How was your week? So week was good. Yep. We're in the holiday season. Holiday season. Yep. And I got to see, you know what? I got to see my battle buddy. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so, right. So that's fun. it's the young lady, young lady, because we're in our 40s now, that I spent in uh, my time in Iraq with. So yeah. it was kind of nice to see her. And we've been friends for 22 years. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So it was really nice to see her children and we got to talk and we don't talk much mm-hmm. during the year, mm-hmm. but we catch up, like we, we pick up where we left off. That's nice. So yeah. it was really nice to see her. So how about you? Well, I got to see my battle buddy, but it was more my battle of New York City buddy. But we've also known each That's other nice. for 22 years. Um, my friend Chipa was in town with her family and that's fun because it's kind of, we have a tradition of celebrating Thanksgiving together. So that's really fun. And also, I had a full week of no dancing with Vero Star stuff. So you and I both. We're on the other yes. <laughs> on the other side of that now. And no, I did not win. But that's okay. We were very proud of what we did. We created a little controversy. And team uh, Christmas is very upset fans <laughs> yes but rightfully rightfully I have so that are more upset than i am that we didn't win so i mean that's very funny i haven't posted a video because it's obvious we were upset yes we were upset <laughs> yes we had a voiceover she ingrid recorded and there were some swear words yes yeah. when the judges yeah we had a little issue note to self don't correct the judge um so he said mambo i said salsa and yeah. I, uh, well, I, I mean, yeah. in all fairness, you're Swedish. What well, doesn't matter? But no, he, he but said I mean, me wrong. I mean, I'm an amateur. That anyway doesn't matter. But it was so nice to not have to worry about fundraising or 
dancing or being nervous for a whole week. You Very did nice. Really great. Thank you. I think we did really great. I think we had a we busted out some badass, some pretty badass moves. Salsa moves. I will say I had someone who reached out for me to us on social media asking me if I could teach dance. So there you go. Hey, I said no. <laughs> you could have at least, you know. But we might do some fun things, my partner and I, um, going forward, that might involve other people too. He might just he might do some classes for us. Huh. So stay tuned. But it's over, and it's really nice being on the other side of it. It was a great experience. But now, it feels like I got my, my life back. I bet. So it's, it's a lot it was, of work. It was nice. And holidays were great. Or first number of the holidays, Thanksgiving, when we record this, we've just had Thanksgiving. So it was good. Yes. Now, do we have a hack? So my hack is not to be... Oh, no, to be selfish. Oh. So growing up, how I don't know how you grew up, which I didn't even ask you, which mm -hmm. is now going to be a fair fair okay. answer when you answer this. Okay. So we're brought up to, you know, serve everybody first or get everybody ready first. So we take a shower last, we get ready last. We Do you mean last. as women? Like women, yes. Okay. As women. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, don't do that. Get ready first. I mean, serving, I can see because, you know, you want to make sure everybody gets served for food. But we always take care of others mm -hmm. a lot better, a lot more than what we do take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I feel like we need to really be selfish. It's not a bad thing. To I be think as your children gets older, it's not as much a thing. I mean, when they're small, you need to kind of, and it's usually the woman that does that. But I think as my kids have gone older and they they <laughs> fend for themselves, I'm like, I'm doing whatever I want to do. I'm not Which is wait. usually what happens. But studies have shown that we forget sometimes. Oh, yeah. And we get so beat up when they're little mm -hmm. that we are exhausted by the time. They get older mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, well, they, now I can do whatever I want. Whereas I think we should start doing that when they're, yeah. they're smaller no, that's or true. younger. That's a good so, habit. We're talking about habits today. So that is a good habit not just to do when they're uh, yeah. little. How about you? Okay, so mine is now um, uh, performance related. First of all, don't correct the judge if you're being judged in anything. <laughs> uh, no, but I got a great tip. And this is not just for dancing, but if you're on a stage or speaking in front of people mm -hmm. in a room and you're nervous about where to look, especially if you're on a stage where it's dark in the rest of the uh, the theater room, which it is sometimes oh, when you yeah. do speeches, like when we did TED Talks, uh, but any kind of speaking engagement you have and you're worried about um, posture, you're worried about where you're going to look look for the exit signs in the back of the room because they're always in the back of the room and they're up high so you're automatically raising your head oh. you're not looking down you're raising your head that way you project sound better too if you're speaking uh but it also gives you makes you look more confident and you're kind of um not just looking at the people in the front row because that's something and i don't know how many speakers i've seen 
that concentrate on just one or two people. And it feels like that's, that's all they're talking to. That's all they're talking to. Yeah. So look for the exit signs. Also good if something happens, then you know where they're at. Yes, as long as the exit signs are not behind you. <laughs> yes, that is that is true. <laughs> On the airplane. Yeah. And that is thanks to my friend um Tara Schweitzer, who was an actual New York City Rocket. Oh, I'm thinking I'm going to go see them. So, yeah. So she huh. was in the Rockettes and she gave me that tip before the dancing. I thought, oh, that's great. Oh, I just thought since I was sitting all the way in the back, you were just looking at me. Sure. That ah. was it. That was it. All right. So today um, we are going to talk about habits and more importantly, habits of successful people because that's where we all want to be but i thought this is such a good subject this time of the year because this is when we start making goals and plans and um resolutions it's also the time to you know reflect on the year that has been but instead of doing goal setting why not do habit setting and my thought process behind that is so goals are good, especially if they're smart gold, you know, they're measurable and, and, and all that. But if you do very often when the goal doesn't seem to be anywhere near or you, it changes, all the good habits that maybe came with it um, disappear too. Uh, yeah. So I think instead of just going for the goal and then creating the habits, why not create the habits that could potentially lead to a much bigger, better goal? Because and even if you don't reach all the way there, the habits, there's it, good habits are never in vain. So I want to talk about um, great habits of successful people today. and. Are we all going to do all of them? Yes. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we can't. Well, or I mean, most of us don't have uh, bandwidth for all of them or not just not good at them, which you will notice, Ingrid, there are some that you might not. Hey. So that you might have to work more what, at. What happened to Hold like, on. like Hold being on. nice? It's all nice. Oh, so my. this is for us to point out the things that we are doing already. It's not a habit that we need to work on the ones that we might have issues with no not issues a dilemmas dilemmas oh, uh, okay whatever yeah those um, are the ones that we're gonna work All right. towards so habit stacking is a great those of you that haven't read atomic habits have you finished that book not yet okay you need it's time for you to finish yes. that book it's a great book by james clear and um talks about habit stacking it's when you have one habit and you attach another habit to it so some of these are definitely stackable uh, but i think it's a great and the list is not something we just came up with or i came up with <laughs> uh, it's a combination of um a lot of different kind of research and knowledge some of it is also from the our training in mary Kay. we did a lot of on habits and um, successful we got really good training we did really good training i'm sure there are a lot of direct sales that's why i say all especially women since this was for females uh should have a direct sales business at some point mm -hmm. because you they have such great training most of them because 
they've gone through things and they know things. And yeah. uh, it's I learned a lot. Yes, learned a lot. All right, I'll be ready to dive into my list of successful habits. Yes. All right. Number one. So successful people get up early in the morning. So, and why is because they then have time for themselves before the work starts. And of course, sometimes you work in time zones where you have to, but it is a time for reflection, mindset, sometimes meditation, whatever it is. Um, getting up early, getting into that routine is a typical habit of successful people. They don't sleep until noon. And you're good at you just need I, to work on the sleeping part, but you're good yes. at the getting up part. Getting up, yes. I like to work yeah. out in the morning. Well, we get to that. But yes. this is more, even if you're that's not the first thing you do, that getting up early. Mary Kay called it the 5 a.m. club. Oh, yes, yes. I am not in the 5 a.m. club, but I am in the 6 a.m. club. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. So, yeah, that's number one. Number two, successful oh. people move their bodies oh that's like stackable i know see i see? do i i'm you already doing a stackable yeah. one so you get up <laughs> and you move your body okay so it can be um so anyway moving their bodies throughout the day as well successful people are not set uh, what do you call it um stationaries well yes and this or sitting a lot okay um, so it's either, and we talked about this before, it's parking your car further away from the grocery store. It's getting extra steps in. It's going for a walk. It's exercise. It's all those, the neat exercises. Mm -hmm. If you didn't listen to that episode, go back. Uh, but all of those things, they make sure they move their bodies. A lot of successful people also have standing desks, walk, uh, treadmill desks, whatever, because then you get movement in at the same time. Um, number three. Successful people build solid relationships. So it is what we talked about. Friendships can be family, but sometimes you can't choose them, right? Mm -mm. Um, but it's also, it's, it's networking. It's solid relationship within your, um, any area of your life. So it can't not only be um, through work or networking. Uh, but it will be in both sides. So personal and professional re relationships. Those are really important. Yes. Number four, successful people plan around their peak performance time. So we'll get in a little more about planning, but it's knowing that if you are at your best in the morning, that's when you put in most of your productive time. So. Mm. If you're going to do phone calls or, you know, train people, whatever it is, or if you're going to write something or figure out something, you do it at your peak performance. You don't do it during the times when you know you're tired you're or tired. you're busy or you're yes. not. So you plan your day yeah. around your peak performance. <gasps> no Number way. five. This is the one of the ones that Ingrid are really working on. Successful people set boundaries i'm really good at that you're getting much better we talked about that in another episode yeah yes. she is getting better at it. i'm really great at telling people how to set boundaries that's that's good does that help 
<laughs> but uh, no, successful people say no a lot. No to things they know they're not good at. And also no to things they know is going to overwhelm them. Or no to things that are just not working in their favor. So if it's not, if it's working against their habits, if it's working against a goal they have, they're going to say no. I like yes. that one. And it's it's so that we don't run ourselves ragged because that's what we do when we say yes to everything. The one suffering is ourselves. All right. Number six. And this is also something we talk about all the time. Successful people oh, yeah. make time for continuous learning. So it can be fun learning something you're interested in. Maybe you want to learn another language. Maybe you want to learn how to dance the salsa. Uh, hint, hint. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's, you know, just for work, uh, continuous learning. Because what is my favorite saying? If you're not growing, you're dead. Yes. If right? you don't grow, you die. So you always have to expand your mind and your knowledge. It's kind of very... Drastic. It is, but it's true. It is. Uh, and then number seven. So this is in hand in hand and stacking with six. Successful people make developing themselves a priority. So meaning you're constantly looking ahead to, okay, so now I've done that. What is my next goal? What is the next phase of of my career, life, etc. What is the what is the plan of action to get there? And then also with developing, with everything changing, technology, mm -hmm. new resources. Yeah. What you did last year mm -hmm. may not work this year. Yes, due to exactly. I mean, the, even the lack of stuff. Yeah, and you have. and you can't just stick your hand in the sand and say, "Oh, I'm so bad at that. I'm not gonna. I'm so bad at technology. Whatever it is, sure." But then you're not gonna grow. You're out. not gonna um, be. And of course, we should also talk about what is considered successful. Of course, that changes with everybody. Us. We yeah. have different, but this is in a general principle of success, meaning people that have, that are reaching their goals, that are, are, um, that are living the life they want to live. Yes. And it could be monetary. It could be all of the above. Uh, okay. We are down to number eight. Very important. Touched on this a little bit. Successful people are great at organizing, prioritizing, and time management. That should be like 8A, 8B, and 8C. Well, they all kind of go hand in hand. And when you're good at one, you're usually good at the other two. Mm. It's very hard to be good at time management but suck at organizing. No, you. That they usually go hand in hand. People mm. that are organizers know how to prioritize and they also know how to – because time management is kind of um, – very important within um, organization. So this might be one that um, Ingrid is. Ingrid, Ingrid might need to work a little bit on that one. I mean, I'm I'm not. I I will tell you, I am great at uh, none of them. 
<laughs> it's okay so, but the good news is if you get good at one you get good at all of I, you know what there's hope I, I there's like hope okay well okay yes <laughs> okay number uh i think this one you're very good at successful people don't take no for an answer see i don't say no a whole lot but i don't take them either. No, but you need to <laughs> keep doing, not taking them, but maybe not giving them so much or, or give them more. Did you hear her answer? Yes. She said no. <laughs> I said no. See, I'm really good at saying no. Yes. Oh uh, but gosh. no, but they don't take no for an answer, meaning you don't have to be obnoxious, like constantly going back to people that have said no. But instead of taking that first no, because that's, as we know, it could be a maybe, um, you're they are resilient, meaning, okay, I'm going to try. There's another angle here we can work out that maybe works out for both of, both of us. And I think that you are, uh, you're very good at I that. concur. Yeah. And my children have mm -hmm. figured that out, mm -hmm. especially Marcelo. Mm -hmm. He is very, mm -hmm. very resilient. He's like, so mom, he'll ask me the same question, probably four different ways. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I already... No, I asked you this instead. Ah, and I okay. said, well, it means the same thing. He's like, yeah, but maybe you'll say yes. And eventually he works he out. He thinks he's going to wear you down. Yes. So that's something, of course, nothing is more um, annoying than people that are trying to wear you down. Oh, okay. So um, he's a child. Oh, he's, saying, no, no, well, but there is a, there is a fine line to yes, that. Yes. Because, you know, a lot of people think about like a, when you go annoying car salesman. Yes. Or. There's a difference between if you are aware of being pushy, mm -hmm. then you're not going to be pushy. No, if you're worried about being pushy, worried you're not and aware. Be pushy. I mean, it's really difficult because I mean, I've had, I've asked people more than once, mm -hmm. and you know, it's it's in the way you mm -hmm. ask, yeah, and the energy you go Absolutely. to ask. So. Absolutely. I don't ever. It could be the time bad. you ask. It could be just the circumstance. Yep. Yeah. So no, but resilience, I think, is a really good trait to have. Oh, yeah. Yes. Go Ingrid. Go Ingrid. All right. All right. Number 10. Successful people engage in philanthropy, volunteering, or charitable uh, contributions. Mm -hmm. So it could be that maybe you're someone who have money and you donate a lot. If you don't have money, maybe you have time and you volunteer. And, and then, but somehow engage in philanthropy uh, with time or money um, is a, a general trait. And I think it's, it, it's humbling. And it's, I mean, I think I did my part of philanthropy this year. <laughs> uh, but it is good because it's, you're doing things not for yourself, but with someone else or another organization or other group of people mm -hmm. in mind. And that is very um, important. It is. We can't just be our the stars of our own universe all the time. We need no. to make, put that other people feels good in, too. Uh, it does. And I think there's, I mean, people have said that over and over, giving often is feels so much better than receiving. I mean, it's the whole thing of knowing that mm -hmm. you've, uh, yeah, it's like Christmas. I love giving gifts because I love to see the um, expression, expression, yeah. and the you know the the yeah the, how it's received. Uh, number eleven, 
they successful people are great at celebrating their successes and the successes of others meaning not being annoying uh winners and <laughs> just go woohoo but really celebrate the people around you that are successful as well um yeah i think i need to i've, I've said that before too i need to be better at celebrating my own successes because i kind of like okay move on next um but we we've talked about it i think it's, yeah. a, it's it's a cultural thing it can be but i think i can work on that no i think it is a cultural thing it but is. yes you can break that cycle yes yes number 12 successful people have positive mindset and of course it's easier to say to be positive or not but we all know some real grumpy people that always see worst case scenario and everything um and that's quite exhausting and they're usually not the most successful ones yeah and, and with, sometimes they are and you wonder why or how well it's it's rare yeah um i think with positive mindset comes a level of gratitude mm. if you're seeing kind of the positive in things it it automatically gives um gratitude towards you know what the outcome is going to be or the situation is going to be and we all know people that are being around negative people is so draining it's so draining so really no, yeah. I'm I'm a little smiley because sometimes just because I'll go to that person, I'm like, so what's the worst case scenario? Yeah. Just to hear it. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to happen. This is going to happen. Yeah. And it's like, it's really, uh, I can't even think of the word. It's really uh, astonishing mm -hmm. how they think. Yeah. Like when you really ask someone, what's the worst case scenario? It's really bad. <laughs> And I'm like, how do you think? How do you even go there? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. And it doesn't have to be super, you know, always everything's great. Yeah, you got to be just, realistic. Yes. But yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm a, a born positive. Uh, yeah, born, not born pessimist. What do you call it? Born positivist. Huh? What, what, what is it, being a pessimist? What is the, uh, the uh. opposite of that? Being, uh, well, you're being positive, but is there a word for that? I think just being Op positive. Op oh, optimistic. 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 There we go. So English for <laughs> as a second language. Me as optimist a first, I figure it out. Oh, um, that's so funny. Yeah, that's a good one. We should make something out of that for the soundbite. So when you're positivist, <laughs> when you're yeah. optimist optimistic. versus a negative. Yes. So yes, they have a positive mindset. They're optimistic. Okay, number 13. Ooh. If successful she's people. Le okay, do you all see how she's looking at me? <laughs> oh, I think she just pierced my soul. This is something I will say I'm super good at. They, successful people practice discipline and consistency. Meaning you don't give give yourself excuses and you do it no matter what and i i will say that's something i'm really good at i never have to talk myself into because if i say i'm gonna do something it's gonna happen and i stick with it i could stick with stuff for years sometimes maybe too long 
<laughs> notice it didn't work but no i am um i'm somewhat depending on what it is sometimes um i'll stick with it sometimes i do i do a lot of things that make me feel uncomfortable for a reason and i think that goes back to the growth factor there's a lot of things that i'm just like you know what i don't yeah but that's not has nothing to do with consistency and discipline yes it is no. doing something that you no that's Don't getting yourself to grow but discipline is doing something sticking with something because you said you were gonna do it well that i do her her look seems to be a little differer no no i'm just gonna i'm not gonna say anything i think i do okay well maybe uh, but consistency again it's also key that you really because a lot of people try for a week oh, and it didn't work it didn't work and then they move mm. on to the next thing. So consistency is key. All right. Number 14. Successful people are effective communicators. Meaning they are great at getting their points across quickly and don't have to use tons of words. But they're also really good writers, good speakers, knowing which apparently we're not today, <laughs> but uh, no, but being, and, and it's also being a good communicator is also super important when you build relationships. Yes. Um, because if you don't explain to people how, what it is you're trying to achieve or how you feel about something, it, that causes so many, um, conflicts. Uh, yes. Conflicts and, and, um, and yeah so if you don't communicate with consistency you create conflict there you go see huh. how it's all stacking on top of each other i love it um number 15 successful people are great at financial management makes sense meaning they are frugal with their finances they budget effectively and they invest wisely so yeah just because maybe you're seen as uh successful and uh, monetary wise that rich people that have created their own wealth are usually very smart with their money that is true that people went win the lottery are not as smart no they usually end up <laughs> broke broken more broke than when they started yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, so yes, uh, it's an area where I didn't used to be interested as I was younger. Well, maybe that's all of us, but something I tried to still dis, dis, instill. I can't come up with any words. What do you say? It's instill in my children yes. um, financial management and uh, to think a little further ahead of what seems like maybe today they didn't seem like they should invest who cares they're you know who cares about 20 years from now but i'm i'm, I'm working on that i think uh, i'm one is good the, we're working on the second one <laughs> she likes to spend so do you, shocker you, you like to spend i like to spend but never um only to a certain degree not money i don't spend on credit cards i don't spend money i don't have um, if I have the money and it's something, yeah, I can spend on certain things, but I am, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty frugal. Yeah. I'm still trying to learn the 
not so much the management, mm-hmm. but the investing. Yeah. Because I grew up not having too much. Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to figure out how to set the kids up. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. children no, up to, to be a little smarter. For them to see, and it teaches the value of money too. That yes. it doesn't glow on trees because um, it, it be nice. Money, it does not. Yeah. All right, and then we have the last one, mm-hmm. number sixteen. Successful people are adaptable. So again, we talked about uh, learning new things growing it's all about that you got to know how to adapt to situations you can't be too bullheaded and just do it your way because um that doesn't work in combination in your relationships to others Mm -hmm. or in in any of the um, that i can say i've gotten a lot better at Mm -hmm. i can yeah yeah me too i think i was more set in my ways no Yes, I think I've gotten pretty good at rolling with the flow better. Yeah, and it's good. It's it, and it's often when you're working, when you're in business or in business, have a business, or work mm-hmm. with more than one person. Yeah, you you almost have to be adaptable. Yeah, because you're working with yeah. Otherwise, so you're you're many. gonna it's gonna be exhausting. Very yeah. But I mean, and, and once you figure out how to work with people, it's mm-hmm. actually pretty fun. Because yeah. then you don't really waste your time on doing something that. But I think also adaptability is, again, within that comfort, mm-hmm. stepping out of your comfort zone. Because, of course, it's way more comforting to do something the way you've always done it. Yes. You know what to expect and you know what's going to happen. But it's when you're thrown out of that and have to adapt to a different situation that you really learn. What did they say? They taught us the rubber band. Yeah, which we talked about that before. I didn't like that analogy. You didn't? No, because... Obviously, I do. The rubber band. So the rubber band, they say it keeps expanding and expanding. Then it's not going to bounce back. Well... Not about bent. Well, I guess. I said rubber bands takes forever before it bounces back. So... I like well, you don't it want it to bounce back. back. You just want to expand. Yeah, go. but it does. It bounces back before you get it to not bounce back. You know why? Because you have to have consistency and discipline. No, I like things that don't bounce back right away. Well, I am going to... See my point? Agree to disagree. <laughs> That's okay, okay, though, because together we're two different peas in the pod yeah. that make things work perfectly That's fine. fine. That's right. So, all in all, is good. Yeah. So we all have areas where um, we can be a little better. So for yes. the new year, instead of just looking at goals for next year, what are the habits that you want to adapt, uh, that you want to stay consistent with, and that you want to um, um, yeah, bring into your world for um, next year that will create? bigger goals, better outcomes. Because none of this stuff, regardless of what your goals are, none of it is working against it. These are all healthy, great um, habits that some of them are a little hard if you're not naturally born with it or had to um, adapt, for instance. Some people never had to adapt. 
that's hard to start right away, but we can all do a little bit better, right? I think so. Yeah. If you want big goals, come with yeah. bigger habits. Yeah, so look at the habits that you want to adapt for next. That's my call to action. Look at the habits from those 16 that you want to uh, adapt and then work on the goals that you think you might achieve when you have adapted these new habits. Well, I figured out the ones I have to work on and you probably know a few. Yes. We both have some we can work yes, on. Yes, because otherwise if we did, if we don't grow, we die. So there you go. <laughs> Till next time. Until next time. I'm with my water today. Cheers. Okay, Christina, I guess we finished another episode. That was fun. Yeah. And if you liked this episode as well, don't forget to follow the show and share with a friend. You can also join our High Heels Happy Hour podcast group on Facebook and continue the conversation. Time to put our feet up. The high heels are coming off. Score! Score.